you are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G. Hello and welcome to Locked On Dodgers. I'm Jeff Snyder of Baseball Central, joined as always by the Oral to my Fernando, Vince Semperio of Chavez Ravine Fiends. Hey, Vince. Hey, Jeff. Hot twist. You wouldn't think that it'd be that way, but uh, I'll let Jeff explain his theory. Yeah. So uh, if he's the Oral and I'm the Fernando, uh, normally you would think the white dude would be Oral, the Mexican dude would be Fernando, but... I don't see race. All I see is size. That's the only thing that I judge a person by is their size. And so I'm bigger than Vince. So I'm Fernando and he's oral. And, uh, it may be the only situation where Vince ever gets to be the skinny one in the group. So, uh, that's what we're doing here. Um, That's what Jeff provides. He's just all around great guy. Yes, I am. So this is locked on Dodgers, your daily podcast about the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, we bring you the smart fans' perspective on the boys in blue. Locked on Dodgers is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today is day three of our four-day Dodgers season preview, taking us right up to opening day on Thursday. On Monday, we talked about Corey Seager and Clayton Kershaw and what to expect from them this year. Yesterday, we covered the bullpen and prospects. Today, we'll talk about what to expect from Max Muncie after his breakout season last year. And then we'll move on to Walker Bueller and whether he will be the unanimous Cy Young winner or just uh, the overwhelming Cy Young winner, something like that. Uh, let's start with Max Muncie. What do you want to say about Max Muncie, Vince? Max Muncie, one of the saviors of the 2018 season. Uh, I mean, 35 home runs, seemingly out of nowhere. I don't even think I knew who he was before the season started. Uh, and, you know, let's just be honest. He was a minor league free agent. They got him after the A's let him go. And, you know, he became a big a big star in a sense, and he had that big epic home run in game three of the World Series to end the 18-inning game. And, you know, now it's about kind of what we saw last year from, from Chris Taylor and, and Bellinger and even Matt and Austin Barnes. Uh, Will he regress? Will he stay the same? Will he be solid? And with a guy like Muncie, the the good part is that he does have a good eye, and he that'll benefit him. But I don't think it's you know reasonable to expect thirty five home runs again. But I don't think it's reasonable for him to you know turn back into uh, a pumpkin as if we go the Cinderella route. So I'm expecting him to be very solid again. And the Dodgers are obviously expecting him to be very solid again. They didn't really make any moves. They pretty much are giving Muncie an everyday role, it seems, at least at first base, maybe some mixed in second and third. So I'm expecting him to be solid again. I you know, can't really expect him to be the same as last year, but if he's at least 80, 80 90% of that, the Dodgers will be fine. Are you concerned at all about how bad he has looked in spring training? Um we don't have tonight's game in the stats, uh, but, or I should say last night's because people listen to this on Wednesday morning. Uh, but uh, going into that final game against the Angels, he was batting 196 with a 281 on base percentage and a 294 slugging percentage in spring. Does that concern you? 
yeah, I mean a little bit. It's it's obviously it would be better if he was you know hitting better all around. Uh, I haven't really watched the last week or so, but I've seen his name come up a few times, coming up with some hits. So hopefully that you know gets him going a little bit. And you know the guys, who knows how they're pitching him, or you know the scouting report's going to change. They're pitching him a little different. He's going to have to adjust. Uh, he had a few adjustment periods last year, and he was able to get through it. So, you know, at this point, we have to have the hope that he's going to do the same thing this year. Yeah, ultimately, it's it's 57 plate appearances in spring, um, and that doesn't seem like very much. So I'm, I'm sure if we looked last year, he had a few 57 plate appearance streaks where he looked as bad as he's looked. Uh, and so ultimately, I'm not too concerned. Uh, like you said, it would be nice if – if uh, he was just hitting the cover off the ball, uh, but that's not happening. And so the good thing for him, I guess, is there's nobody really pushing, pushing on him uh, where there's a lot of pressure on him to perform or be benched. Uh, he's going to be the first baseman and David Freeze is the backup and Freeze is a good backup to have. Freeze isn't expecting to play much. Um, so yeah, I think they'll have time to let Muncie figure it out. And I assume he will. Uh, it doesn't seem like he could hold up. You know, for he was so much better last year than he had ever been before. It's impossible for that to have been a fluke. And so if it wasn't a fluke, that means the talent is there. And he just needs to get it back together. And maybe that happens. You know, maybe a switch flips on Thursday when the games start mattering. And we have 2018 Max Muncy back. Or maybe, you know, maybe it takes a couple weeks or even a month. But I think the Dodgers have the luxury of time. They have enough strength around him in the lineup that they can they can give him time to figure it out. And I think he will. Uh, like you said, I don't think he will be as good as he was last year. But, I mean, he hit 35 homers and only 481 plate appearances. So getting a full season's worth of work... I mean, he could hit another 35 even if he isn't as good as he was last year. Um, and that's that's pretty ridiculous, really. So I, I'm kind of trying to keep my expectations or hopes low. You know, if we could get 25 homers from him and, you know, a good you know batting average and OBP around where they were last year, 263 and 391, uh, maybe slugging comes back down to earth closer to 500 instead of the 582 it was last year, that still puts him around a 900 OPS and – Plenty good, I think. All right, one last thing. Do you think his leash will be as long as Chris Taylor and Cody Bellinger got last year? Yeah, I do. Um, I think they're very similar, especially Chris Taylor is a very similar situation. Uh, and we're going to talk more about him t- in tomorrow's episode. Uh, but he had a breakout year, and then he struggled. Uh, the one difference is Taylor, I think his leash stayed as long because of his defense and his versatility and Bellinger too, you know, both of them were providing value on defense, even when they weren't hitting very well. Muncie doesn't bring that, but I, I think that I think there's plenty of time for the Dodgers to give him time to get it figured out because it would take, he'd have to be really bad for a long time for them to just stop believing that he's a good hitter. So, or the team has to be pretty bad. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but even last which year, I don't, which, which I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, and we saw they, they, they'll deal with being a bad team for a while. So uh, I think that covers Muncie and what we're expecting from him. 
so coming up next, we'll talk about Walker Bueller as he prepares for his first full big league season. But first, we want to remind you to subscribe to Locked on Dodgers on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Dodgers. And we can say the feed is finally there. So go subscribe now. All right, let's take a quick break. For the next minute or two, we're going to talk about SEX. So if you have any KIDS in the CAR, go ahead and plug their EARS for a minute, okay? Hope I spelled all those words right, and I hope you could tell what they meant. Uh, Have you ever gone to the barber and wondered why there's a bunch of gray hairs on the ground when they're done cutting your hair? Or have you ever played catch with your son and then you feel like a truck hit you for the next couple days? Or maybe when it comes to the sexy times, are you maybe just maybe a little less always ready to go than you were when you were younger? Don't answer those questions out loud and please do not tweet your answers at us. It's none of our business. In fact, to quote Michael Jackson from back when we were allowed to acknowledge his existence, ain't nobody's business but mine and my baby. That's where BlueChew.com comes in. If you want to increase your performance and get some extra confidence in bed, check out BlueChew. That's blue as in I bleed Dodger blue and chew as in Madison Bumgarner likes to chew out opponents who pimp homers or flip bats or look at him because he's a crybaby and a stunted immaturity, whatever he is. Ugh. Anyway, Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But the best part is, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants a boost in the bedroom, either in quality, quantity, or both. I mean, I obviously don't have any problems in that department. I don't mean to brag, but I do have three whole kids. But I have to admit, even I am a little bit intrigued. So anyway, right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code MLB to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Dodgers. All right, Vince, let's talk about Walker Bueller. Let's talk about Walker Bueller. I'll let you go first this time because, you know, I don't want to take the opening salvo every time. Yeah, I could talk about Walker Bueller all night, but I'm going to try to keep this short. You know, we try to keep these episodes to 15, 18 minutes or whatever. So uh, Walker Bueller, he was so good last year, and then he got better as the season went on. And, you know, I saw reports today that he added two new pitches or at least refined two pitches. Um it kind of reminds me of the, the Kershaw situation when Kershaw was a highly touted prospect, made it to the major leagues just after he turned 20. And uh, he was a good, solid major league pitcher for a couple of years. And then he added the best pitch in baseball, his devastating slider. Uh, you know, that's kind of Walker Bueller's situation. Not quite as young because Bueller went to college and had Tommy John surgery. But, uh, you know, having all this talent to get to the major leagues at a young age and then add more pitches. Uh, Bueller is, he, I expect him to be so dominant this year. Like 
I don't even think it's hyperbole when I say I think he has a chance to win the Cy Young Award. I think he might be right now the best pitcher in the National League. And I know that's a lot of put to, a lot to put on a, a young guy like that, uh, but he seems like he can handle the pressure. He doesn't seem daunted by it at all. And to be that good at this age, it's uh, you know I was thinking about there haven't been a lot of Dodgers pitchers who over the years who I've actually followed their progress to the minors and been excited to watch them get to the majors. Uh, I think there's really only been four, and Clayton Kershaw was the first one. Um, and I was, I remember in 2009, we went and saw, went to the game one of the NLDS against the Cardinals. And I told my wife, uh, or game two, uh, that Kershaw pitched against Wainwright. And I told her, this is a chance to see a future hall of famer pitching in the playoffs and talk about Kershaw. I don't care about Wainwright. Um, you know, so I was excited about Kershaw. And then the other three are Julio and Walker Bueller, and now Dustin May. Uh, and, you know, Bueller is, is so exciting and so... He has so much going for him on the mound. It's it's ridiculous. The only thing is, can he stay healthy? I hope that he can. There's no reason to think he can't, other than the fact that, he has, that he's had Tommy John surgery already, and he throws 100 miles an hour, and that's always scary. Uh, but, yeah, I think Walker Bueller is top three in the Cy Young voting this year. I like that. I like that. It's bold, but it's. I don't think it's out of the question. And obviously, the Dodgers would love that. Um, but, you know, I'm all in on Walker Buehler after last year. I, I've already said before I've sworn off player jerseys, but he almost – if they would have won the World Series, I think I would have got a Buehler jersey with the gold with the gold numbers. Oh, probably Puig, but maybe Buehler too. Does he wear the same number that Granky wore? Uh, 21, yes. My wife has a Granky jersey in the closet. Maybe I'll rip Granky's name off of it. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's exciting. Uh, and, you know, he's he had the little little small setback in the spring. He probably would have been the opening day starter if that hadn't happened. But instead, he'll, he'll go the fourth game. And you know, hopefully that's no issue the rest of the year. Uh, the Dodgers... Bueller kind of said that he, you know, the leashes are kind of off, and that would be good for the Dodgers to be able to get them where they need to get them. I still think they'll manage it a little bit. I don't think they want to make 35 starts or even 32 starts, or maybe even 30 starts. Uh, maybe 30 would be the good number for him. But it's exciting. Uh, he's really good. He is not phased. I mean, the last year in the playoffs, he had you know the one bad inning against the Braves where a couple things didn't go his way, uh, but he was able to come back and give them some length and kind of help them. You know, they, they almost came back and won that game, and and obviously in the World Series, the Game Three performance was you know pretty ridiculous. I think I'm most excited about Bueller is obviously a full season of him, but also you know him back in the playoffs again. Uh, we know Kershaw and his you know. Issues in the postseason, it's not unfair to say that. But I think Bueller can be a guy where, you know, Kershaw doesn't feel that pressure and and he can be the guy that might get that game seven start if it happened right now. Uh, so it, it, it's fun, it's exciting, and I'm going to see him live on Sunday, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, and it's nice as a Dodger fan to be able to sit here in March and look forward to October. You know, obviously not counting our chickens, but – uh 
but it's a good situation to be in. I think that covers it for today. Uh, We'll wrap this up. Thank you all for listening to Locked on Dodgers. Tomorrow we'll finish up our season preview series with a look at the outfield battle between Jock Peterson and Alex Verdugo, uh, A.J. Pollock's career-long battle with the D.L., and then whether Cody Bellinger, Austin Barnes, and Chris Taylor can all return to their 2017 forms. Uh, Remember, you can subscribe to this show on the new Himalaya podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, finally, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. The three best things you can do to help us grow are subscribe to the show, tell your friends, and rate and review us. So please do that. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at LockedOnDodgers. Follow Vince at Vince Semperio. Follow me at Snydog. And if you want to talk to us, but you don't want to do it through Twitter, you can leave us a voicemail. Call us at 323-863-LOCK. We are here every weekday morning. We hope you will be too. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one. D. I say D-O. D-O-D-G-E-R-S. The team that's all hard, all hard and all thumbs. They're my Los Angeles. Your Los Angeles. Our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Bye.